Welcome to Make the Grade with the success doctor, Stephen Green, where you'll discover actionable strategies to help your student to reach their academic goals, to excel at standardized testing, and to plan for the college admissions process painlessly. And now, here's your host, Dr. Stephen Green. Hello, everyone. Dr. Stephen Green here, the success doctor and the Make the Grade podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This week, this episode, it's going to be a little bit of a mixed bag, kind of like a little buffet. Let me frame this. We are about seven weeks into the shut-in resulting from the coronavirus, COVID-19 uh, pandemic. In the education world, this has turned things on its head. There are no school. Everybody's home learning, virtual learning, distance learning, call what you may. Uh, parents are in a tizzy because you are having to work at home in many cases and try to oversee the education of your children uh, and try to manage all that, which is challenging. So what I want to talk about this episode are just a lot of the kind of random things that have come up in the last five weeks, briefly each, and, and the suggestions I've given to families, because as you know, if you are a listener or subscriber or fan of this uh, podcast, this is all about actions. These are actions that students or parents can take right away. That's my goal. Immediately, you could pause this, stop it, what have you, and maximize their education. So first of all, let me talk about virtual tutoring. Okay, and what I mean by this is tutoring you would do online. So it actually is very effective. Uh, if some parents concerned, well, can my kid learn this way? I'm gonna tell you the answer is yes. In 98.95328 repeating decimal uh, cases. I have a platform, Zoom, like many people are using now. I have another platform I can use as well. And we have everything we need. We have video. We have audio. We have a whiteboard to write on. We have screen sharing. We have the ability to copy and paste assignments into a forum and actually do the work uh, jointly, the student and myself, right on the board. That is pretty much the same thing as happening live, aside from being across the table or next to someone uh, in the workspace where I would typically see them live. Let me point out a couple actual advantages, okay? Uh, it is very easy to record a virtual meeting. The everything, the video, the audio, the whiteboards, the work, everything can be recorded, half hour, hour, whatever it happens to be, and then the student could view it again as reinforcement. Also, all the work can be screenshots or captured and collected, and they would have that as a record. Now, of course, you could video or record a live lesson, but I, I haven't done it often because it's a little more challenging technically to record it. So it's the one probably major advantage I have seen, I'm getting feedback on uh, from parents and students is the ability to go back and they don't have to watch the whole thing. They may be able to fast forward just to a five minute segment where there was something they just didn't quite lock in on during the live meeting. Uh, the other advantage of virtual tutoring Normally, in my caselet, I book students for an hour, two to three, three to four, four to five, and so on, uh, because that's just how I need to run things. But with virtual, I have plenty of people just checking in, 
and we're doing one problem for 10 minutes, five minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it happens to be, because that's all they have. Maybe they just don't have a lot of work, or maybe they had 10 problems to do, but they got eight of them. We're stuck on the last two. Now, I've always done both of these things, just to be clear. I have done virtual tutoring something like seven years now. When I started, it was very difficult to do. The technology was not strong, and the Wi-Fi, or it wasn't even Wi-Fi, the, the dial-up <laughs> wasn't very good. But it's very, very good now. Most people have good enough internet access that they can work it. So I've had questions from parents and some legitimate concerns about can the virtual meetings work? I'm going to tell you the answer is yes. The second thing I want to talk about is I have been doing twice a week, and perhaps some of you have heard them, but twice a week a live streamed presentation slash question and answer for parents and students, but it's primarily been attended by parents. What I'm talking about is how to establish a, a good, effective, home-based learning structure at home, particularly in a situation where there's kind of chaos there. In fact, the name of the presentation is Structure in the Chaos, and I'm up to version 2.4 because it keeps evolving. The questions I'm getting are very telling. Even in the middle of the presentation, how do I set up a situation where my kid can learn? My kid is not getting instruction from the school. What do I do? Even the kids will say, look, I can't teach myself, especially certain subjects like math. Can't do it. What do I do? So my answer to a lot of these things are in detail on these presentations, which I refer you to on my website, which is makethegrade.net. But here's the short answers. It is very important to have multiple levels of structure. Number one, a physical level, where it is clear where the work is being done. Like, okay, when you're at this desk, it's school time. When you're sitting at this table on the couch watching television, it's break time. Call it recess, call it whatever you want. Number two, you must have a time structure. Okay, from 9 o'clock to 10.15, it is school time. It's not phone time, it's not game time, it is school time. 10.15 to 11.30, whatever, that's break time. That has to be established and it has to be enforced. There has to be accountability. So you have to have a physical structure, you have to have a time structure. And the third thing is you have to have goals. The students have to be aware of what they need to learn. Now this may be directed from the schools through curriculum, which is provided. Uh, there may be instruction to a degree, some large, some small. So those are the three things that really are enormously important. Then it begs the question, which is the biggest concerns I get from parents is, what, what, do I, what can I do? I'm home working. I'm shut in. I'm trying to make business calls. I'm trying to do business meetings. And I got my kids in the background yelling and screaming. This is where the structure will help you. Okay. This is where you have to say, listen, guys, from 10 to 11, you're doing schoolwork. I will help you at 11, but from 10 to 11, I need to do my work as well because this is important. It's our livelihood. Uh, some of the other questions that come up frequently are, where do we get more help? Where do we get more resources? And I think you have three answers to that. Number one, internet. Just search. Whether it's on your phone, the computer, the internet is the world's biggest encyclopedia. It just is. You've got to be careful where you get your information and how accurate it is, but it's there. Number two, seek out professional help. There's a reason there's teachers, there are tutors, there are people that can help you with specific topics, 
and with academic needs. Okay, if you have a child with special needs or something else, you might have accommodations. That's something you got to take into account as well. I am offering, if anybody's interested, and I'll put this in the show notes, I am offering a, uh, a personalized virtual learning plan where I have families fill out a survey. It's about 15 questions long on the survey. Based on that, I will set up for you a virtual learning plan that will help you to make it through this process. Now, we're here. It's April 24th. Okay, 2020, just to date this, uh, we're at least five, six, seven, eight more weeks with this now, and who knows how much longer. So it's this could be a long haul thing. So those are some ways you can get help. The third thing I want to talk about briefly and final thing for today is just mindset. Okay, just mindset. This is a stressful time. It is. It just is by nature. Our routines are are. Uh, changed our structure has changed the, the daily cycle of waking up going to work going to school coming home having dinner doing homework relaxing whatever you're going to do really is just out the window in some cases and even if you go out you got all kinds of restrictions you have to wear masks you gotta be careful you gotta wash your hands so by nature a disruption of normal structure is stressful but it is important to replace that with a new structure, okay? I'm talking here kind of like a psychologist. So you have to have a mindset. I interviewed uh, a neurologist or a neuropsych person this week, and it was all about recognizing stress triggers. When do you feel this stress coming on? How do you cope with it? And she had a fabulous system, this ABC system. I'd refer you to episode 52 of the podcast, uh, Nora Nicole Foy, fabulous. But the idea is, Let's accept the fact that these are going to be changes. They are changes, and they're going to be stressful, and it's up to us as individuals or as families to create new structures based on the timing and the environment and our academic needs, because that's still where we're at here, at least from my perspective, uh, to cope with and to make the best of what we got. So, for example, we need to set the time during the day to do school. Yes, it is different. Yes, you don't have a teacher directing it. Yes, you're not sitting with your friends. Yes, you're not having lunch with your friends. But you still need to say, from this time to this time, I am doing school. And while I'm in school, here are my goals. Same as always. In between, when you're not in school, do what you got to do. Go outside, play, uh, do music, do art, sing, play guitar, play video games. Yes, yes, they're okay sometimes. But the point is to reestablish your own structure that works for you, that will enable you to be productive and stay positive while everything around us is unstructured and potentially negative. I appreciate everybody uh, who has subscribed and supported this podcast. I know today's episode is a little bit different, but what I'm trying to do is really put a bow on and tie up some loose ends of things that have just been out there that I don't know necessarily warrant an entire uh, episode. I would invite you to check out some other episodes. There's so much value. My goal, and I really ask people to share this information. I really firmly believe the more people that get this information, the more families, the more parents with children, the more people it will help to maximize their education and to make their academic lives more productive and easier. 
So if you need to get a hold of me, because I have welcome feedback, Stephen Green, S-G-R-E-E-N-E at makethegrade.net. Please check out the Make the Grade website, www.makethegrade.net, M-A-K-E-T-H-E-G-R-A-D-E.net. And I invite you to comment, give feedback. And the last thing I'll tell you is the Make the Grade community is alive and well and really thriving. And it's helping a lot of people consider joining there 24-7 support and help. So thank you again. Have a great week or whatever it is till I get with you on the next episode. And if there's anything we do to help, please reach out. Thank you very much. Talk to you next time. You've been listening to Make the Grade with the success doctor, Stephen Green. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe. For more resources and support, please visit makethegrade.net.